Well, spring practice wrapping up all over the Big 12 in the past week. Uh, nearly half the conference had their spring game on Saturday, including the Oklahoma Sooners. I'm Pete Mundo. Heartland College Sports Weekly is the show. HeartlandCollegeSports.com, the site. Chris Plank is joining us at the Sooner Radio Network. Of course, he's on weekdays on Sports Talk 1400 there in Norman. Also, Fox Sports Radio on Sundays. Chris, uh, great to have you on, man. Take me through, what are your big takeaways from the OU spring game on Saturday? Well, uh, Pete, first of all, I appreciate you having me on, man. Um, right, spring ball is all about the only thing that you end up learning about or not finding out. The only thing you really end up finding out is if something bad happens, right? Yeah. So the only time there's news is when something bad takes place. Fortunately for the Sooners, um, there hadn't been any bad. There hadn't been any major injuries until about a week left in spring ball whenever you had a wide receiver and a running back uh, run a foul of the ball. So <laughs> for the most part, it had been a very solid spring until about a week left in spring practice. But the good news was Saturday's spring game kind of washed that, that kind of stain that had been uh, lingering over the program from the issues involving Trajan Bridges and, and Seth McGowan and the excitement over the next generation of talent. You know, everyone's kind of gushing over the quarterback play of Caleb Williams. Everyone's pretty excited about the wide receivers. I mean, it was, it was really cool to see. It was really fun to be able Pete, to talk football for not just a day, but you know, this excitement over the freshman Caleb Williams, when you have a returning starter in, uh, in, in, in what you have at the quarterback position right now, you know, you feel really, really good about Spencer Rattler, but then you also get very excited about the future with Caleb Williams. And, you know, I thought even the, the transfer Micah Bowens looked good. The kid out of Penn State. So they got a deep quarterback room. They got a lot of young talent. Their strength might be their defense right now, and it was fun to have some football on Saturday. Absolutely. So take me through, and I was going that direction next, the uh, Trajan Bridges situation, Seth McGowan. Yep. I mean, where are we right now on that as we have this conversation? I, I think there's two different schools of thoughts. Where, where are we right now? Well, are charges going to be filed? That's, that's the big question. But the second part of this, and I, what I think you know, pertains more to the, the football team, is are you preparing for a year without these guys regardless, and maybe even a career? You know, For Trajan Bridges, he had some issues last year. Talented wide receiver had been the talk of spring camp, Pete. Everyone was really impressed with what they saw from him and how he had performed, but, you know, he, he had a suspension for a, allegedly a positive drug test last year, mm -hmm. and it ended up lasting all the way until basically the Big 12 championship game. So he had already had, you know, one red check mark, and now this issue arises involving him and a teammate in Seth McGowan and uh, allegations that are pretty salacial, you know, when you talk about, you know, armed robbery, which is the, the allegation, that's not good, and especially for Seth for a Trajan Bridges who, like we said, is already kind of under the spotlight, and then you add Seth McGowan who, you know, did do some nice things last year, but had also found himself kind of in the doghouse of DeMarco Murray, the running backs coach. You can't help but wonder if their sooner days are behind them. But in general right now, the big question is, Will there be charges pursued? It looks like that the person who had this act committed against them is not going to pursue charges, and this is really all up to the DA if they decide to go after and pursue charges anyway. Hmm. Very interesting. So 
Uh, you mentioned some of the guys in that wide receiver room. I guess that's – I'm sure there's – and there's always enormous amount of talent in that room, but there are certainly going to be faces that – OU, I mean, less so OU fans, but Big 12 fans don't know. So who is that right. next star? I mean, you know, we had a piece about maybe Mario Williams being that that breakout yeah. freshman this year. Is is it him? Is it uh, the transfer that just came in from Arkansas? Like, wh- where do you see this going? Right. I think you're on the right path with Mario Williams. I think he's got the potential to be a superstar. Are you okay if I pick a defensive player here, though? Love it. Because – uh, I, you think about it, it's always about offense with Oklahoma, right? And, and Eric Gray looks great, the transfer running back from Tennessee. You brought up Mario Williams. They've got some youth in that receiver room. That's exciting. Caleb Williams, a quarterback who, if all things go well, he won't see the field this year. But Billy Bowman, let me tell you something. This kid is, uh, when he came in, when he first committed, you know, we were thinking that he was coming in as a slot receiver, but the defense won the battle to get him in their room. So he comes in as a defensive back who can play that nickel position. And boy, did he have some fun battles with Marvin Mims on Saturday, who has moved from the outside to the inside receiver position. But I, I think they're, I think what Alex Grinch and, you know, I could go coach by coach uh, beyond just Grinch and Brian Odom and Roy Manning and Jamar Kane, Calvin Thibodeau, all that defensive staff and bringing in this speed D mindset, they're starting to get some dudes that look the part. And Billy Bowman, uh, he looks the part. I was, I was really impressed with him. So if we're talking about a guy, Pete, that I think can be a name that, that really permeates throughout the Big 12, then without a doubt, Billy Bowman is that guy. Keep an eye on him at the nickelback position. I love that. Uh, speaking of that defense, I mean – I, this is it feels to me like if there's a year that expectations are for OU to not just get to the playoff but get over the hump and play for a national title this team has as much balance on both sides of the ball as as any team at least in Lincoln Riley's tenure where are we with this defense as a whole are we expecting last year's production to continue if not get better or are there concerns about maybe a step back I think this is the best part of the team right now I think it's the deepest and it's the strongest part of the team this Oklahoma defense so, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. The offense is going to be good, and you have a returning starter at quarterback, and you feel good about that. But this team, it's, its strength right now is in its defense. And I am a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big believer in Alex Grinch. I'm a big believer. I just laid out every member of, that, uh, of the staff. I think they're all great. But to me, right now, the strength of this football team, Pete, the strength of this football team is in its defense. And I know that sounds wild to say when we're talking about the University of Oklahoma and all of the offensive talk and everything surrounding, you know, what Lincoln has done. But, yeah, there is there's no there is no doubt from anyone that watched this spring game on Saturday. Sure, there's a lot of offensive talent. There's a lot of guys who are coming along and will come along. But the strength of this team right now is its defense. And that is – that's exciting to say the least. Before we keep it rolling with our buddy Chris Plank, don't forget to leave a rating and a review on this show when things are done here. It helps us tremendously uh, keep building the show because of you at the grassroots level. That's why we've got a free Heartland College Sports koozie when you leave me a rating and a review and send me a screenshot of that rating and review. Just so I, you know, I know that it's you. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and I'll get that koozie right in the mail for you guys. Appreciate it. Was Alex Grinch uh, close to to taking a head coaching job anywhere, or did he want to see this thing through? I I think that he got a couple of interviews. Um, 
or at least was on the list of guys that could be interviewed. Arizona is one that comes to mind. But Pete, I don't know how close he came, and I apologize because I've just stepped out of my car and traffic is crazy here. But, um, yeah, he um, – I think he's in it for the long haul. Um, you know, I don't want to get too carried away because coaches like to move around and, you know, there, there could be more money out there at another place. But his family seems very happy here. He's got a couple of young kids that have ingrained themselves into the Norman community. Uh, I feel like this defensive staff gets along quite a bit. But to me, I think, I think he's in for the long haul. I, I think he's going to be here for a couple of years. They, they have a good feeling about what they have, not just with the defensive talent coming in, but what they have for this season as well. And I'm telling you what, Pete, um, he's special. Uh, Alex Grinch is a special dude, and uh, he's got a special staff, and he's going to make a great head coach someday. But for now, I'm really happy that Lincoln Riley brought him to Norman because he's, he's definitely got that edge to him. Yeah, it certainly seems to have it. But you're not you're not predicting a, a Brent Venables guy who just loves being a coordinator. You you do think that there will be a time when Alex Grinch um, has his oh, sights set absolutely. somewhere else. Absolutely. Alex Grinch is going to be a head coach someday. Um, in fact, I think you're going to have, at the very least, three guys on this defensive staff that will be head coaches someday. I, I, think, I think Grinch is going to be a head coach. I think Brian Odom is going to be a head coach someday, their linebackers coach. And I think – um, I think there's a really good chance that Jamar Kane, their outside linebackers coach, is going to be a head coach someday. This, this, this defensive staff is loaded with up-and-comers, and you can tell that they really took it personally coming into this league with the reputation of not being able to slow things down, right? You can't stop the offenses. Well, they've been able to at least slow them down enough, right? I mean, without that defense, they don't beat Iowa State in the Big 12 championship game. And they don't, you know, even though things got a little bit uh, off kilter and the, the overtimes progressed against Texas and their late comeback, you know, it was the defense that stood up and made plays late. So I know they took it personally as a challenge, and they've done a great job, I think, in building that side of the football for Oklahoma. So what do you think then? Uh, Chris Plank is joining us. What, what do you think then, Chris, about uh, – I mentioned earlier expectations should be uh, getting over that hump in the college football playoff. Do you think that's that's fair? I mean, is this a team that if it doesn't – I don't want to say wins a national title, but at least gets there. There would be some disappointment around how this team is structured and knowing that, you know, Spencer Rattler's probably gone after this season. Yeah, you know, and, and, and Pete, it's, it's, it's every year, though. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm, yeah. just, I'm not trying to minimize your question at all, but it's every single year when that expectation is not only go to the playoffs, but win a playoff game and win a national championship. This year, you feel like there's a lot more belief behind it because of what they have defensively. Um, and, and I'm sure you could probably talk to about five, 500 fans right now that would say, well, yeah, we know that Spencer Rattler might be turning pro after this year, but we got Caleb Williams, and we're good to go there. Yeah, true. So, um, uh, but, I, I listen, I, I think that the expectation for this team in 2021 is as it is every year, and that's championship or bust. But I also think that it's a little bit more realistic because of the talent. You know, the Isaiah Thomas is on the defensive line, depth like they haven't had before on the, on, in the defensive backfield. You know, the biggest question on this team might be wide receiver and offensive line right now, and that's wild to think about. So, in my opinion, Pete, this is a, this is a team that's going to have those expectations because they have them every year, but they just they seem like they're much more attainable. Last thing, how much does Iowa State concern you as the likely number two team in this conference? Oh, a lot. Um, I, I guess the good news for the Sooners is that they have them here yeah. this season. Um, but then again, that's also Iowa State came on the road and beat maybe one of the best Oklahoma football teams that we've seen in the last decade. 
at home. So, yeah, they've got everyone coming back. They're, they're, they're loaded. They've got a great head coach who hasn't seen staff turnover. They've stayed strong and consistent. Uh, Iowa State's going to be good. I'm so intrigued by what happens with Texas and, you know, the, the, the continued evolution and development of B. John Robinson and running back. Obviously, Oklahoma State's going to be good. But all eyes and aims, man. I think that this might be the season when you get that repeat Big 12 championship game between Oklahoma and Iowa State because Matt Campbell's got them ready. I could not agree more. He's Chris Plank, Sooner Radio Network. He's also weekdays on Sports Talk 1400 in Norman and Fox Sports Radio doing the national gig on Sunday nights. Chris, great to have you on, man. We'll do it again as the uh, summer rolls along, my friend. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate having me on, man. I'm Pete Mundo. Heartland College Sports Weekly is the show. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is the site. By the way, do not forget, leave us a rating and review. Hit that subscribe button. It helps us grow this show, and we've got a free Heartland College Sports koozie. When you do leave a rating and review and send me a screenshot of your rating and review on iTunes to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.